ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show in the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We're here talking about this past week in professional wrestling. And boy, was it a week. A lot of stuff happened, Owen. We're here talking about SmackDown, we're here talking about Raw, but also, we gotta talk about that thing on backstage. Yeah, that... God, right, that was in the past week. Jesus. sure was. This week was like this year. Way too long. Indeed. And also, this Sunday and Saturday, we have pay-per-views from NXT TakeOver War Games and Survivor Series, so we'll at least do predictions for one of those, because we cover one of those shows. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Join as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. Check us out there where you're monitoring the chat. So send us your questions in your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Oh, and hey, John still feels weird to not say that we're monitoring at the heel turn. But I mean, you know, look, I am looking at at the heel turn, but I mean, you're not messaging us there. It's fine. Indeed. You can send us a message there, though. I'll read it and I'll be like, yeah, hi. I'll probably respond. Or, or be, in the, be in the, in the live chat. Join us. I, I'm just saying in general. I know, but I'm just saying, saying, join us in the chat. We own pro wrestling on Twitch for some reason. They let us. They they absolutely did. Thanks, Jeff. No. They shouldn't have done that. I, I know Jeff on a first name basis now. Yeah, I know. Jeff Webster, he's cool. Yes, he owns Twitch, it's true. Makes sense. Yeah, that's the Jeff. What else are you going to do in Kentucky except, like, make music and own Twitch? And drink bourbon. Yeah, I suppose you do that, too. I, I've drank some bourbon there. It's quite good. I hear this. Hey, John. What's that, Owen? The internet's mad. The internet's always mad. They're mad about the Pokemans. The Pokemans are out now. Owen, I've been playing some Pokemans. I don't believe you? Well, you should, because I have been. I put, like, six hours, seven hours into some Pokemans this weekend. Alright, John, which Pokemans are you playing? Let's go Pikachu. Nice, that's a good game. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good one, people weren't mad at that one. I fell off that one, like, right before Fighting Misty, and I was like, I, you know, people are talking about this new Pokemon, I have this one I didn't play, maybe I should give this more of a shot and i don't know that i'm gonna stick with it it's still a pokemon game and it's especially one that i played already but yeah i, I like I, I still like it i like some of the weird things they did to it i got i have a geo dude in my pokeball plus nice i also have that alolan geo dude that's now a graveler you're gonna have to you're gonna have to trade some with me i got i got yeah. a cadaver and a graveler that i, yeah, I need taken care of of course uh i guess during survivor series hit me up is Blossom in this game? No. I don't remember. Blossom no? okay. is in uh, Gold Silver. Okay, cool. So I, I don't... I, I I can just use that Leaf Stone on my Gloom. Cool. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to do that later. But I have to give tell me sh- about Tell me about the, the Sword and Shield, though. But first, since you're talking about trade, I got to give a shout-out to our friend uh, Vanuch. Remember that guy? Of course I do. What's he, up, homie? He gave me a, a Galarian Ponyta. Whoa. The Unicorn. Sure. Okay. I, I can't get in my game because I have sword. So shout. Oh, to I him. see. 
I gave him the, the farfetch that turns into the knight with the long stick. The surfetch, do you mean? Well, it, not, it's farfetch first. It, he has to evolve it himself. Owen. You can't get Neckens in this game. Is it good? Uh, it's... It depends. What, are you talking about the gameplay? I'm talking about any of it. The gameplay, it's a Pokemon game. I'm enjoying it. The story, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. The, your rival is a total dumbass. Did they take any of the stuff that I like from Let's Go? What do you like from Let's Go? I like the fact that the... I like the fact that, like... Battling monster wild monsters isn't battling them anymore. It's just fucking chucking pokeballs nope. at them until they die. Nope, that's it's back to battling. But they are they have the the raids though. They can play with other people. Does it feel any faster? Does the leveling feel faster? Am I still having to basically just level up every single person one by one? Nope. There's no option to turn it off. But every time you battle, everyone in your party gets XP. But is it like? Is it like they do in Let's Go, where, like, they all get the same XP for, like, a wild monster? Or are we talking just, like, how they do the battle, like, the trainer battles of, like, you get a little bit of XP. Yeah, a decent amount. Like, I've had a lot of them where I've gotten 100 for all my Pokemon, but the one that battles gets more. Because, of course, they would. Alright. So, like, if you want to level up your magic card fast, put it in first, and then swap it out, and they'll get even more XP. It's just like, I'm 10 hours into this game, and like, or, you know, probably like 11 hours, 12 hours at this point, and like, I'm basically, I'm I'm basically up to Lavender Town. Like, nice. that, that still feels like I haven't done a lot, and there's still a lot to do in this fucking game, but like, it at least feels faster. It at least feels like I'm actually, like, in the shit. And maybe, again, that's just because this is a game that I already know from, like, the back of my hand, mm-hmm. having played it a billion times as a kid. But, like, I don't know. Like, Pokemon games just feel too fucking slow to me, ultimately. Like, does this game feel faster? I mean, it depends on how you're playing, because I know a lot of people who are, like, already, like, beating it. But I've been taking my time. Like, I haven't been playing a whole lot. Like, my game, my in-game content I've been playing a lot, but also I've been sitting it down and doing other things and then coming back. Okay. But it's a lot of story stuff, and I'm just trying to take my time leveling up because I just fought the second gym, and I almost got my ass kicked. Is the story stuff good? Yeah. I, I like it a lot, especially the, the part where your rival's a total dumbass, because... You know how you get the three starters and you choose yours? Yeah. So I chose Squirt Bunny, and my rival... Because you're smart. ...picked the grass one. That's cool. No. The, the, the types are wrong. He supposed to pick the water one. No, that, that that's cool. He made it easy for you. I know, but the champion who gave us a Pokemon took the one that's tough against mine. So I'm going to have to deal with that thing at the end of the game. Goddamn right. It's foreshadowing. I do appreciate, though, that Sabo was all sad, and the guy's like, I'll take you. It's fine. You're not going to be by yourself. The good guy, Leon. It's going to be the ultimate bad guy, Leon. 
Well, or maybe is, he's NXT. Maybe he's NXT final boss William Regal Leon. Uh, Oscar says your rival's been picking the weak type for like three generations now. That doesn't seem right. They usually pick the one that is strong against yours. Don't ask me. I'm as I've made clear and on some Discord, I'm still very bitter about the fact that they like cut all the best stuff out of gold and silver. Well, the, the day and night stuff still is in here. Bring back the radio, you cowards! There is kind of a radio thing because and like the 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 calendar where you had the special days and That's like crossing. They did in gold and silver too. I'm, there's so many games I I don't need another game where I have to like keep a schedule. No, it was so good. I want Animal Crossing Pokemon. They, they, the night they stuff's in, there's a broadcast day that tells you about, like, what's going on in the wild areas, kind of like the radio. There's a whole feed of people uh, that the radio you see. station, you could listen to the call-in show, and they'd be like, hey, you gotta come to the station, you could win a prize! That, that's not it, but there, there is a thing where you could see... That's right, that's why none of them have been good since Silver, don't at me! Yeah, but there's a whole feed of cool stuff, though, that you can see, like, people saying, like, oh, I'm doing a raid, join me in the raid, or I want to trade, or I want to swap cards, so it's cool. Cards? Yeah. You have, a, you have like, a trading card of yourself and all your stats. Oh. All right, whatever. It's it's pretty good. I know. They've had that before. I was thinking, like, wait, do they put the Pokemon trading card game in this game? No, but, John, it's it's, like, you, like... Pick an outfit and a pose and a background and everything, and your number. Yeah, no, they they had something similar in it before. I've pl- I've played a Pokemon that had it in there. I did. I don't think it was like a collecting thing because you like collect a whole bunch of them, like from other. No, people. it wasn't like a collecting thing, but you still had like an an ID card thing that you could yeah. customize. Yeah, but that's like yours. You don't give that to other people. This you know, one now you do. Fine, cool. Yeah, but it but it looks like a like sports trading card. That you customize, and you do a pose and a facial expression, and on the backs all your your statistics. Yeah, it's so re- they did it good. Yeah, it's really good. I like it a lot. All right. So yeah. Tell me about the parts of the game that you don't like. Quickly. Uh, it doesn't have all the Pokemon. Uh, the moves, the animations in the battles still suck. A bunch of moves that I like are not in the game. Like what? Like uh, hidden powers, not in the game. Does it make sense why they even cut these things? Like, does it feel like it was a design choice, or does it just feel like there's there's no rhyme or reason? They didn't it? want to put in the effort to balance that, that much stuff. But again, like, does it feel like choices that, like, hey, they're hard choices, but they ultimately make the game better, or is I'm it just like far enough in to know that yet? I need to keep again. I'm only at the second gym. I need to play more. But also, yo, seriously, yo, what the fuck? No Ekans? Uh, coughing's in, though. Coughing's, that's good. Did you uh, see that That wheezing? was going to be my next question. Did you see that wheezing? I'm not sure if I saw that wheezing. There's a Galarian wheezing, which, by the way, it's also in Pokemon Go, because I caught a bunch of them. The Galarian wheezing has a bunch of smog on it that forms on one of the heads a mustache, on the other one a beard and eyebrows, and they both have tall, like, top hats that are part of their bodies that are also smokestacks. Uh, uh, you should look it up. It's Galarian 
wheezing is amazing. I hate that. I love it. Oh, oh, it's the worst. But I hate it. It's the worst. I fucking love it, though. Let me look it up real fast for you. No, you just move into the thing. I'm going to find it myself. All right. So, yeah, Pokemon still decided I like it more than Sun and Moon because I hated Sun and Moon. Oh, this sucks. It's yeah, it's real awful. I love it. Oh, that that really sucks. You should look up a uh, Galarian uh, Zigzagoon, though, because I have one. No, of those. I'm good. I'm good. It's black and white. It has a really long tongue. I hate that. Oh, it's it's great. The Galarian st stuff is real good. Also, they give Mr. Mime an evolution. Gross. Mr. Rhyme. No! Yep. I don't... No, just play the fucking jingle. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Hey, John. I think what I've learned from this discussion and also what Oscar was saying is that Pokemon has been bad for a long time. Yeah, but also breaking news. The, the guy who likes bad things, Oscar, likes Sun and Moon. Bring back the goddamn radio! They, sh they should. I don't know. Did they, did they have the radio in the remakes of Gold and Silver? I don't remember. I actually, I honestly did exactly what I did with Let's Go Pikachu with Gold and Silver, and I only played up to the second gym. But boy, did I like the Poco Walker. Yeah, the, yeah it's, uh, the remakes are really good. Yeah, it did seem really good, but again, it's it's a Pokemon game. I think I did what I do with Pokemon games. The best remake because they fucking broke the universe in it. Before we get into, I mean, I feel like that's what you got to do if you're going to remake those games because those games were kind of boring. Do you quickly want to know why they broke it? Sure. Because in in the end game stuff, they reveal that the reason that we're doing the storyline of Ruby and Sapphire, but also all the new shit and mechanics are in the game is because it's an alternate timeline. Okay. And, like, shit is, like, cracking through the from the old timeline into the new timeline and everything's getting weird. Alright, that's pretty good. It's really good. <laughs> I like I liked the end game of Ruby and Saf Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Anyway. Hey, John, big, big Speaking news. Speaking of someone that doesn't give a fuck about Pokemon... Why doesn't he give a fuck about Pokemon? Because he doesn't give a fuck about anything. That's fair. Yo, CM Punk showed up on WWE backstage. He was all like, I'm going to change the culture. Yeah. And I was like, no, you ain't. He's got the cult of personality. He did have the song. It's true. Fox, Fox. Every money, time baby. that they showed the clip on... On the WWE programming, they did not play the song. You know why? Yeah, because they don't have the rights to it. Because Fox paid the money for it. Yeah, I'm aware. CM Punk is a Fox employee. I know, it's the same. Fox paid the money. WWE did not pay the money, so fuck them. Yeah. They don't get it. So, CM yeah. Punk is not an employee of WWE. It's not. Yeah, it's, he's a he's an employee of Fox Sports, but he's going to talk to WWE periodically. <clears throat> Every once in a while. But definitely tomorrow. Yeah, definitely tomorrow's episode. Because they are plugging it hard, and I am very curious to see what he thinks of tonight's episode of Raw. 
He's all talking about how he's catching up on five years of wrestling. Did you see how they covered the Lana pregnancy storyline on backstage? <laughs> no. It was fantastic. Okay. Because they said this, a lot of them are like, this is one of the worst things ever produced on WWE television. The storyline sucks. It's awful. And then Paige is like, this is pure garbage, but I love garbage. Paige, you are the problem. And I went, you know what? I and get it. Here. I get it, because it's a train wreck. People love train wrecks, but still, come on. Fucking Rusev being all like, yeah, all right, all you people saying that the segment sucks and it's bad, but, like, we got so many fucking YouTube views. It's, it's true they did, though, because... And even, no, they did, And but even we two didn't, because we needed to see it, too. YouTube is also a metric that doesn't matter. Yeah, but also we tuned in for that segment. Yeah, sadly, by metrics that do matter, however, like, say, television ratings, uh, one thing that I did hear, apparently, according to uh, Wrestling Observer, is that apparently uh, during last week's episode, the ratings spiked up like 85,000 people during that segment. So, John, just buckle up. Just, you know, that's you have to, like, view it from the way I view it. It's one part of a bad show, but it's stupid enough that you just have to have fun with it. Or I could view it the way that I viewed uh, close to a third of Raw tonight, which is, I didn't. It's true, you didn't. Don't worry, you only missed, like, one or two interesting things. I wasn't worried at all, and no, I didn't. Eh, I mean, you did miss one interesting thing. We'll get to it. I'm sure I didn't. Eh. I feel pretty positive in saying that I didn't. But, but John, you know what the best part about the CM Punk news is, though? What's that, Owen? So, spoilers, I went to SmackDown this week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were showing the, the, the video in the arena, and right as Renee was pre- preparing to announce CM Punk, they cut it off. Which is weird, because they kept playing it on TV. Oh, they did. But they just shut off the screens in the arena. They did not show a CM Punk. Huh. You know why. Because they didn't want people chanting CM Punk? Guess what we did immediately after when they showed off the screens. Uh, I'm going to guess you chanted CM Punk. Yeah, of course we did. And then the bell rang, and then we went back to watching the match, because we're not total, we're not total monsters. Like, you could have just showed it to us, we're fine. We'll play yeah, but this game. is a stupid company. Yeah, it, it was just really funny that they did that. The whole crowd just erupted in booze and chants. Also, I'm pretty sure there were some CM Punk chants tonight on Raw. Uh, of course. Because they brought him back, congratulations. That'll do, Boston. Oh, there'll be, there'll be tons of them on Friday. Because they're in Chicago. Well, yeah. There'll just be a ton of them all weekend. Jesus Christ, you're right. Except there, for, like, NXT. What if CM Punk's the last guy on Team Chompa? <clears throat> no. I know. I know he's not, but what if? Come on, we all know it's John Morrison. Is it really? I don't know. I'm just wondering what the fuck happened to him. Is he okay? I think like it, I know he's I know he's taking his dog out on dates, but is he okay? I think that rumor of him signing is bullshit. 
Yeah, I think it's bullshit too. He's just enjoying his life. But John, speaking of uh, Friday on SmackDown, another cool news story came out of that show. And that is that they aired a commercial in the arena saying, Hey, Philly, for the first time ever, we're bringing the Elimination Chamber on March 8th. And you can go to the box office at the end of the show and get your tickets. I did not get my tickets yet. I'm gonna. Of course you will. God, I had a good time at Extreme Rules. I know on TV it was bad, but it was a fun experience. Let me just uh, make sure of something quickly here. I'm I'm pretty sure it is. uh... Yeah, I know you're putting on the list of things for the end of the year. I know. I know what your game is, but I... I'm telling you, I had a good time. And the thing is, I've never seen an Elimination Chamber in person, so I am excited to see one. Get hyped to see the the bad show with its bad programming do a, a thing. It's, it's a fun spectacle, John. I want to. I just want to see one. I've seen a Punjabi prison. All right, I deserve this. You don't have to do this. No, I want to do this. I want th- I want it, John. I'm not inviting you. Because I know you That's don't want to go. Because I know you don't want to go. But I'm going to go. I'm going to have a good time, okay? So, interesting fact about this, though, is that this is the second pay-per-view in Philadelphia in eight months. Because that Extreme Rules was in July. And this is coming up in March. Weird that they would go to their one of their hot markets they don't when usually, they're not doing great. But they don't usually do that, like two pay reviews within a year in the same yeah, place. But have you seen their financials as of late? Yeah. Well, I'm ex- now they just need to fucking give us WrestleMania. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, and Oscar says, "Well, fuck, uh, well, fuck you." Philly gets pay reviews all the time. Give Toronto more shows. I'll agree with that. I mean, Philly doesn't. I mean, wait, no, I won't agree with that. What the fuck, Oscar? No, don't go to the bad place. Yeah, and also, I we don't get that many pay per views. Like before, Stream Rules was like Battlegrounds, like two years ago, and then before that was the Rumble, which was like three years prior to that. So yeah, we don't get pay per views all that often. Yeah, takeover with that too. Yeah, well, it's a package. It's a package deal. But what I'm saying is, there's usually a few, a couple years gap between our pay-per-views. So getting two in one year is kind of crazy. Now give us WrestleMania in uh, 2026, you cowards! I can't remember the last pay-per-view they did. Well, okay, I guess I can. 2026 WrestleMania is going to be in Philly. Calling it. Sure. Uh, that's all I got for news. Uh, before we move on, do you want to talk about that thing on Twitter? With Orton? thing on Twitter. With Randy Orton? (laughs) No. No? I, I, sure, let's just briefly touch on it. Yeah, uh, 
CM Punk tweeted that thing about how he's catching up on five years of wrestling, and then Tony Khan made some fucking dig about Saudi Arabia, which, you know, probably not necessary, but all right, sure. Randy Orton threw in a dig there and posted some fucking article that, like, admittedly was debunked, but, like, you know, <clears throat> it was it was more just a troll job than anything, which, all right, fine. Randy being Randy, pretty good. And then fucking Tony Khan just ripped his fucking head off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and fucking called him out on, like... Basically called Randy Orton out on, like, only bringing up AEW when he's using it to get more leverage to make more money off of WWE, and also called out what he said the N-word on that Twitch stream. Man. Tony Khan, be careful. There better not be any videos of you out there. Tony, you just don't need to do this is the thing. Like, I'm not being sitting here being like, oh, you're better than this. Like, no, nah, man, this is funny. Go off, King. But, like, you don't need to do this, man. No. Like, I'm not telling you to log off, but, like, it's just maybe, maybe to, you know, take a step back. Yeah, this is... That's the only problem is that it kind of... Well, not the Orton thing, but the, the Saudi thing is kind of giving me flashbacks of, uh, but not as extreme as what he did, but similar to Kenny Omega. Yeah. Again, it's like, nothing you're saying is wrong here. In fact, the fact that you're saying it, I find really amusing, but you don't need to do this. Oh no, Oscar says someone clearly doesn't follow Tony Khan in the world of English football. Okay, I want to hear more about this. He apparently does this shit all the time. Alright, uh, Oscar, your homework is, I want you to come up with, like, the five best dumb things that he does, uh, and tell them to us on Heal Alternative this Wednesday. There you go. You've got your assignment. Good luck. You will be quizzed. Hey, John? What's that, Owen? Anything else you want to talk about, or do you want to head into SmackDown? I don't want to talk about anything else. That does it for Heel Turn, a production of Pro Wrestling. No, cool. John! That's not how the show works. I want to talk about the show that I went to. I went to SmackDown. Yeah, I still don't understand why. Because I like watching wrestling live. The experience of being in the crowd when they're getting hyped for stuff is way different than staying at home with with my phone in my hand, tweeting or posting in Discord. I like to just yeah, be but, in it. Yeah, but think about the good wrestling you could watch live. I did! You I went like the full gear! You go to like a CZW show. No! <laughs> Why does someone die? John, the last two wrestling shows before this I went to were Full Gear and an episode of Dynamite. Okay? So, yes, I've been the good wrestling. This was fun. Because this was a Philly crowd. Unlike Full Gear, which had a really dead crowd. Not as fun as watching someone die. I, I wouldn't describe that as fun. Horrifying? I'm pretty sure that... I'm pretty sure that's CZW's tagline now. Not, not as CZW, not as fun as watching someone die. That is watching someone die. Same thing! 
Oscar says CCW seems like a good time, and he's wrong. <laughs> Fuck you, Oscar. Oscar, I'll go to a CCW show with you. Oh, God. I've never been to one. I'm sure it's horrifying. Yeah, I don't want to. Hey, John. Like, if it's if it's going to be anything like that fucking match that we saw, I'm sure I'm not going to have a great time. Literally, I was going to tell you, you, look at that match we saw at the 2300 Arena. Imagine that, but a lot more fluorescent tubes. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's a bad time. I don't, I don't, I don't like the fluorescent tubes. No, you shouldn't. It's bad. It's a bad time. This is kind of making me want to watch that Pentagon Jr. Vampiro match again, though. Oh, God. But yeah, there as, are a lot of light tubes in that one. As a Philadelphian, I'm telling you, the hardcore sh- shit sometimes gets a little too hardcore. How was your bad show? It was a lot of fun. I got to see the new set in person, and it fucking rules. The lasers, the fireworks, the lights, it's its its really impressive. Even more so than on TV. I, I posted a few videos on uh, Instagram, on my Instagram story, and I think in the Discord, of how cool it was. And yeah, that was awesome. Um, having a lively crowd just you know, playing along with the show was cool. And I pointed this out on Discord, and I want to say here on the show, as someone who went to an eight, to two AEW shows recently, and then this, one big difference in production is that at the AEW shows, the, uh, the speakers that play in the entrance music is really low. And I'm not... At the AEW shows, I'm not sure why. Because they are Hmm. blaring at the WWE show. And I feel like it affects the crowd. Because if you hear really loud, you're cheering loudly over the music. Whereas at the the AEW show, you're you're, you're cheering. But also, you know, it's not... You know, something you have to yell over as much. And I feel like that might be due to the fact that they don't pump... The uh, the music directly into the feed for TV, so they're trying to get a mix of the crowd and the music on TV. Yeah, it's it's weird. It could also be that they're trying to you know lean into it. It could be a conscious choice leaning into their you know a lot of their like more sensory uh, welcoming stuff that they initiatives that they've been doing. Yeah, I mean, but also we had that sensory stuff at the at the Wells Fargo Center too, where I went. Because we had the van outside with the earphones, and we have a room in there. We Philadelphia stadiums are very good with the inclusionary stuff. Okay. So I'm not sure. Also, in the Wells Fargo Center, we also have a room full of shit that you can break. Because Philadelphia. I want to go to the break stuff room. We should come to a Flyers game with me. We could do this. The, the Fred Durst Memorial Room? All right. Sure. Bring your red baseball hat, because I know you have one. Shit, where is it? But yeah, they totally, they totally have it. They have videos of Gritty in there with a baseball bat just breaking the hell out of things. It's awesome. I hope you know he packs a chainsaw. I don't think I saw a chainsaw in there. Yet. That's not that's not the line. That's not how the line goes. I don't know I don't know Limp Biscuit songs, John. Yes I'm, you do, liar! I'm not Jeff Gersman. 
But yeah, the show was fun. Um, this was the, the opening of the episode of SmackDown made me realize just how much of a you know how well this Baron Corbin bullshit works with the live audience and how it totally does not work on television. It's really crazy because I watched it back on TV and I went, "This thing was lame." Watching the crowd, it's hilarious, and he sucks, and I hate him. I can't imagine that fucking segment getting over with literally anyone. Oh, he got very over with our crowd because as soon as you know the crowd getting hyped for Roman Reigns, and then it switched to that dog barking, and the furry comes out, and everyone was so mad. And if you didn't hear it during the tag match, there were lots of chance for Roman to come out. And when he did, it was a huge pop. Like, it's it's working with the crowd. I mean, I did hear that part, but I feel like it wasn't, you know, again, I feel like that was more like, hey, Roman's over and getting good at this, rather than Baron Corbin is just like this fucking great heel who's just so good at making us, like, hate him. Oh, we we showered him with booze, and we we needed him to get his ass kicked. Yeah, you showered him with booze, but like, what the fuck does that actually build to? Also, like, we s- it- we still remember what he did last time he was here, which is he gave Becky the end of days. That's what happened the last time he was in Philly. That was a fucked up. That was a fucked up thing to do. I'm just saying. How is it a fucked up thing to do? He had, he hit a competitor in the match with his finisher. It was, un- it was unexpected, okay? By WWE logic, it was crazy. In any other logic, it's not so much so, but, you know. When you're in the WWE land, you gotta play by the rules. I we guess. don't have to do this! This is our show! We can do literally whatever we want! No, no, I'm talking about at their show, not our show. And I'm saying that we don't have to pay attention to that! Alright. We don't have to do this. We don't have to be here, man. Why not? This is an intervention! No, it's fine. That was good. John, hey, you know what? I'll tell you this. I, I didn't... I left during 205 Live. You left after two matches. Yeah, because I was with my dad. Two of five live is two matches. No, it was not. It was there were at least like four matches on that show. It was really what crazy. What? Yeah, because like, there was another to... match happening when we were leaving. We're like, no, we're good. We need to leave. Why? Why are they pretending like they care about two of five live again? I, I don't know. It was bad. It was it was really bad. Also, I was sitting in my seat trying to figure out if I could get my tickets to uh, to the elimination chamber, and then I realized they were at, they were going on sale at eleven. I said, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm, I can get them on the way home." I, I I did not get them. Um, let's see what else we got. Let's let's talk about the actual like happenings on the show real fast. Um. One of the biggest reactions in the crowd outside of Roman was Biggie's promo with Kofi backstage, where he was dunking on him about the Patriots losing in the Super Bowl. That was fun. I forgot that Kofi was a Patriots fan. Fuck yeah, him. Yeah, he he did go to BC. 
Fuck him, I'm glad he lost the title now. That, that's, no. I'm petty as shit, I don't care. It's not, it's the wrong, the wrong person to be petty about. But the other guy's on the raw now, it's fine. But well, He doesn't show up there either, so it's fine. Um, this match was whatever, but it was all worth it just for that, like, come back from commercial shot of here's Biggie's dick all the way out as he's just, like, gyrating on the ropes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. It was great. He was doing that during the whole commercial break. In case you were wondering. Of course he was. Now, he didn't stop. I wasn't wondering because I knew that he would. He didn't stop. It was great. I'm not surprised by this at all. The New Day are awesome. Also, Kofi can fling those fucking pancakes really far. Holy shit. Like, he threw them, like, some of them up in the 200 level. I, I was really impressed. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's got good practice. I mean, they are discus shaped. You know, they got some good wind resistance. Yeah, but they're fluffy. They're pancakes. You don't know how he's making them. Maybe he's making them pretty dense. Maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, the Undisputed Era came out during that match, and the crowd was hyped for them. Crowd knew who Undisputed Era were. Yeah, it's Philly. Crowd did not know who the women of NXT were for that eight-woman tag. And that bumped me out. I mean, in fairness, let's be honest, a lot of those women are, you know, kind of no-names. Yeah, the problem is that they, unlike the Undisputed Era, who have been established on the main shows, uh, these women less so. Outside of Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox in that one match on SmackDown. So. And then also considering... Yeah. What, I mean, I guess Mia Yim has got, like, you know, she got, like, a takeover match, but... Yeah, honest, but I'm saying, like, in the context match. of people who only watch the main roster stuff. Yeah, but I also feel like, you know, Undisputed Era, like, they've been on the main roster a couple times, but, like, that I feel like the pop there is very much, like, I feel like people know, like, the people that appear on, like, the takeovers, basically. Yeah. It also helps that they were beating up people that that the audience cared about. Whereas, you look at the composition of the women's team in that eight-woman tag for SmackDown. Eh, Sasha Banks, and that's about it. I kind of like Nikki Cross, but eh. Also, the segment didn't make any fucking sense, because here's fucking Shayna jumping again, and her backup is... All of the people that hate her and are going to kick the shit out of her on Saturday. Yeah, what? that too. Except for Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai secretly likes her. But also is... No, she doesn't. Because she's not on her team. I know, but she might still screw over Rhea's team for not picking her. Maybe, but, you know. She could do the spot where she keeps the cage locked. So the people can't get out. Eh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I think they could could turn heel. And I think that'd be fun. We'll have to see how that turns out. 
I mean, I called it, so it wouldn't be surprising if she did. I, you know, it just yeah. won't be the way that I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, it's not, it's not surprising, but I, it's something that I would like to see executed. You know what I'd like to see? Uh, any reaction for this match? Because there was zero. No, I was going to say anything in NXT actually matter outside the context of, like, you know... The stupid pay-per-views that they haven't really bothered to build up to. Yeah, I, I really hope that they go back to things being separated after uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, because honest, honestly, this build is, to War Games has just been so fucking weak. I know, I love War Games. Like, hell, the men's team isn't even full yet for uh, They need Chompler. to... They honestly need to stop having War Games be a yearly event. I think it should be a yearly event. I just don't think it should be attached to Survivor Series anymore. Again, I just don't think it should be a yearly event at all. Like, it should be... It's like Hell in a Cell. It needs to be, like, a logical build-up to something. Okay. I can see that. But also, you know, marketing the name every year also helps. And keeps it out of uh, Cody Rhodes' hands. It helps for their shareholders, and that's it. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait for you guys to talk about uh, that show that they announced for AEW in January. Yeah, I'm fucking hype. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, to try to keep some of those WCW things still in the house. Did you hear that Cody uh, trademarked a match beyond? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's going to be, though. <laughs> You know what it's gonna be. Like, does is it just war games without the the other part? Probably. I, could, I mean, the other part's fun. I like the other part. What do you mean the other part? The part where people come in and one by one. And no, you fool! It's just gonna be fucking war games. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it gonna be war games, or is it just gonna be the match beyond part? No, it's gonna be war games, but they're calling it the match beyond because. That's the part that they haven't copyrighted. Hear me out, though, John. Three rings. That's World War Three. You know this. Does the can they get the race to that? I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like Vince probably hasn't like been renewing that one, kind of like Bass of the Beach. Uh, Jonathan J. Slosser in the chat says War Games with a ceiling and. Eh. I'm okay with that, the ceiling. It's a ceiling. I mean, I if they put a ceiling on it, I wouldn't complain because I like it with a ceiling, but they had that cool uh, spot with Ricochet where he jumped off the top. That was... And, the, and the, you know, the part of, oh, if they get knocked off the top and they fall out, their team's disqualified. It was interesting. But if you want to put a ceiling on it, I'm cool with that. War Games needs a ceiling. Stop trying to make war games better. Just do war games as it was. It was perfectly perfect the way it was. Yeah. The heel team always gets the advantage. The babyface team always wins. Yeah. Except the Undisputed Ever won that one time. Yeah, which is bullshit. But they also won the, the three versus three versus three bullshit one. So whatever. True. The only time the heel team is allowed to win is if it's some crazy shit like when the fucking NWO won. Yeah, that was crazy. They shouldn't have fucking done Sting like that. That was fucked up. Yeah, well, fuck Sting. Sting is their friend! 
Which which sting? NWO sting or regular sting? Oh, and you can stick it. <laughs> oh man. Hey John. One more thing. Are we from done talking S- about this bad show? One more thing from SmackDown. Is okay, yeah, actually, let's talk about like the one good thing from this show. Bray Wyatt's a magician. Who knew? I mean, I did. I I also did. But yeah, he turned the red belt into a blue belt. Sure would have been nice if we had like some cool shit happen with that belt, but no, you just you just did that. You I, just did the thing you that know we what? all knew you were gonna do. It's it's the Firefly Funhouse. I think it was it was good. Especially the part where it was in his his toy chest later on. It wasn't it's not that it was bad, it's just that man, you could have given Bray like a cool special belt. You could have done all this stuff. Instead, you just you changed the you changed the color of the fruit roll up. You me- changed it from a strawberry fruit roll up to a blue to a blue raspberry fruit roll up, and that's fine. Hey, but like, come on, John, hear me out. What when when Fu- Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt has the belt, it's that blue one. When the Fiend has it, it transforms. You know that's not going to happen. But I would. It would be cool if it did. It would be cool if it did, and I would be way stoked about that. But you know it's not going to happen. Ah, you never know. They they like to go all in on the fiend, so who knows? But they're also ridiculously lazy. I do have one question about the fiend, though. For God's sakes, they couldn't even put hurt and heal on his fucking side plates, like if it was his gloves. Ah, uh, it's fiend face. It's cool. Yeah, but you could also have hurt and heal on there. Hear me out. Instead of that, put rambling rabbit on it. He's not allowed to leave the funhouse, you know this. No, he was backstage at one time, remember? Remember the week that the, that the puppets started appearing, like, in the behind the scenes? Yeah, how'd that work out for him? We don't need to talk about it. But John, I have one more question before we so get... Let's just get the mallet, you know it. Oh no, not the mallet. Mallet is, wait, the mallet's legal. It's it's a it's a sledgehammer that's illegal. Remember this. True. You can impale someone with a mallet. That's how it works, and that's why Dear Man is dead forever. You got impaled by a mallet. Yeah, how the fu- uh, Okay. Okay. I'm gonna ask the question here. How the fuck Dio Madden been dead for, like, two weeks now after Brock Lesnar, but, like, Michael Cole was back after like a week. Michael Cole is a tough son of a bitch. He 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 was a war journalist. He's covered wars, you know. <laughs> exactly. But John, before we jump into the Danny Bryan bit, one question about the fiend. What? Survivor series. Blue lighting. No. No? Red lighting. But what about blue lighting? It's a blue belt. It's always gonna be red lighting. But he's on the blue show now. It should be blue lighting. Doesn't matter. Red lighting. You saw what happened on SmackDown. What? When just fucking attacked him backstage. Well, yeah, the belt was red then, but now the belt's blue. It's no. Shut up. I'm calling it now. Blue lighting. Let's go. It's not gonna be blue lighting. It's gonna be so unwatchable. I can't wait. No, it's going to be unwatchable regardless because of any of the colored lighting. Just give him the Sin Cara lights. Fuck it. 
What was wrong with just the normal lighting at the SummerSlam match? Never happened, John. If you go look on the network, it's they've photoshopped it. It's red now. I, I don't know if that's true. The sad thing is that I would believe that they did that. Did you know that they fucking cut out? Like, I mean, I guess you did know. But yeah, I still can't fucking believe that they cut out the fucking part of uh, of that WrestleMania match where fucking Ric Flair makes out with Becky. They they should they should have kept that in. It was everyone's favorite. I mean, part. I understand why they cut it because holy shit, you made your fucking like the Divas Championship is dead women's championship match. Like have it just be decided by a fucking creepy old man. So WWE, yes, committing a sexual assault. But what again? This sounds like Vince McMahon. Continue. Completely, Vince McMahon. You don't get to change that. You don't get to change history and say that you didn't do that. Fuck you. You know Vince and Flair both have a copy unedited at home. Oh, I'm fully aware what they do with that copy. Oh, yeah, they do the thing. John, John, we're talking about masturbation. I'm aware of what we're talking about. I know, I'm just letting the audience know. John whacking off. Uh. Speaking of things being whack. Wait, no, this is not whack at all. Danny Bryan's going to fight the fiend. Yeah, no, this this segment was good. And also fuck the Miz. Fuck the Miz, but the Miz is cool. Yeah, but the Bryan's oh, man at him. Like, fuck you. Yeah, because, again, this is a segment that is fucking great, and it's fucking brilliant when actually WWE remembers their history and remembers the things that fucking happen, and, like, they let their characters fucking play into that, because you get cool things where it's like, yeah, The Miz is the babyface here, but, like, he's leaning into being a fucking dick and is openly acknowledging that, like, you know, he's saying, like, you know, hey, we don't see eye to eye, Brian, but, like, hey, let's just be real here. Let's just be honest. And then he's a fucking dick to him. And then Dale Bryan is like, I haven't said anything because Ms. TV sucks. And you're like, yeah, it does suck. You're right. Yeah. Like, again, it's all playing into, like, our known history of these fucking characters and how they, you know regardless of alliance cannot fucking stand each other and will just do everything in their power to just fucking rip each other to shreds in like the nicest way or not nicest way possible Mm -hmm. and it's great this was really fun and I really like that also uh people I heard reports saying that the crowd was not chanting along with the you know the yeses and you know because Brian kept saying no, and all the puppets were trying to get him to say yes. Here's the thing. The one, it sounded like the mics were really weird in that segment, and you didn't really hear the audience at all. But Yeah, that, that definitely was true. But every time Brian said no, we said yes immediately after him. And then the puppets said yes. So we were not doing it in time with the puppets, we were doing it to retaliate against Brian. Hmm. So, yeah, the crowd was was hot for this. And the reason that there was no reaction when, when they announced the match, because, you know, afterward, The Miz announced the match, because he can do that, apparently, is we thought we were off the air, because that was such mm. an awkward ending. Yeah. We, we did not... We, did, we thought the show was over. We thought they were ending with him going yes. 
without Wyatt, you know, freaking out. Yeah, because that would have been a good ending. And also, it was three minutes early. What the fuck? Yeah. One one last little thing uh, before we before we wrap the book on SmackDown here that I did want to say, going back to the history thing that I mentioned there, is also, and then fucking Bray Wyatt comes in, and he says, and he's talking about, like, do you remember what you did? Because he does, and it's like, again, fucking playing on the fact that these characters have, like, actual legitimate history and, like, things that we can call back to. And it would be great if they actually, like, leaned into this and explained this some, but, like... Of course, it's WWE. They never do. Yeah, everyone that the Fiend has attacked, he's had history with. I know. Which is great. And it would be nice if, like, this fucking show actually, like, talked about that some and actually said, like, hey, remember the run-ins that, like, Daniel Bryan had with the old Bray Wyatt and maybe why, like, this new crazy Bray Wyatt that's, like, super vindictive and has this, like, side that just, like, comes out and fucking destroys all his enemies? Maybe that's why? No, can't do that. Can't, like, you know, actually tell stories like we claim that we do. I feel like they're intentionally trying to make it, like, something that you have to, like, know the history of, but also they shouldn't do that. Yeah, but why? I don't know why. That's what I'm saying. Like, they shouldn't do it, but I feel like they're doing that. They're trying to, like, be like, oh, yeah, it's a payoff for the people who've been following this along. It's like, yeah, but there's a lot of people who haven't, so you should let them know what you're doing. Yeah, especially when some of this shit happened, like, five years ago. Yeah. Indeed. Like how when, like you don't they did you the, don't have to beat us over the head with it, but like at least like acknowledge it somewhat. Because like hell, when they did the Kofi Orton thing at the garden, they had footage of it and they showed it, and then he did it again. And it was cool. Yeah, that's how you handle that. And even that was a little bit beating over the head because they played it for fucking weeks. True, but that's a whole. But like the whole you don't need to go that. that far with it. You can find some kind of middle ground here where, like, you can fucking acknowledge the thing. We can talk about the past. We can talk about the history without it being like, hey, remember this thing? Remember this thing that happened that's really important to this? Mm -hmm. But yeah, They're, they're, they're working in extremes. Clearly. That's it for SmackDown, though. You got anything else? Jungle Brim Bram is going to die on Sunday. It's true. That's also, cool. Also, I actually enjoyed sitting, watching wrestling for two hours. This is why I want to go to SmackDown. I don't want to go to Raw. Don't, don't, don't bring Raw back here, please. Speaking of Raw, and being three hours, holy shit, this episode was long. This was like... The longest fucking episode. That's not I true. Swear to Christ. I, I felt longer. There have been longer. No, I've, I've definitely felt longer. Like, clearly I'm being hyperbolic here, as is my way. But, like, holy shit, this week just felt fucking insufferable. Like, it wasn't even fucking, like, interesting bad. It wasn't train wreck bad. It was just the most fucking trite, boring bullshit bad. That's like, everything about this is expected and below par. I, I think a lot of it was unexpected and it made no sense and they never followed up on it. Like what? Like the first two things you got here aside from... Well, before that, can we talk about the commentary? Yeah. 
uh, Dear Man Still Dead. Rest in peace. Yep. They put Samoa Joe on the commentary, and that was good. But they couldn't just put Samoa Joe on the commentary. They had to have him interrupt a fucking Iconics versus Charlotte and Becky promo. You know why they did that. No, I don't. Samoa Joe says it. Samoa Joe said, fuck this, this segment sucks, I'm here. I mean, I'd like to believe that's what happened, but I don't feel like that's what happened, and I was kind of hoping that it's like, wait, so is this going to be that, like, Samoa Joe has now stolen Ric Flair as his new father? His grandfather, please. Wow. Yeah, I went there. Ric Flair. We literally were just talking about him making out with Becky, come on. I, 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 I ain't saying not fuck Ric Flair. Okay, good. Yeah, Samoa Joe's growing commentary. That was one of the only good things about this episode of Raw. But to go on to the uh, the things that I said were unexpected and didn't make sense. Uh, how about the part where after the uh, the the tag match with the uh, Shane and her dumb friend showing up? The tag match, which the Iconics lost fucking handily and, and looked terrible, as usual. As usual, I wish they would actually let them look good, because they're good wrestlers. Uh, yeah. One of them is a decent wrestler. Okay, thank you. Uh, Shane and her dumb friend showed up and called shit, and then ran out into the crowd, and security stopped Charlotte and Becky from going in, and Becky decided to just clock one of them in the face legit. Yep. Never follow up on that. Nope. But who needs to follow up on that? Why, she punched why? a security guard in the face. Not, That's all. She's not, like, being arrested for assaulting a security guard. Nothing at all. No reprimanding. Why, why this happen? the man. Why did this happen? The man punches innocent people in the face when they she doesn't get what she wants. She legit because, clocked you know, this dude. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ! Wild. Like they should have slow motion. I hope that extra got paid by the paid like double for that. Yeah, God. Like you know how they usually show replay and then the speed up during the impact, so you don't see the part where it doesn't hit. Yeah, they slowed this whole thing down, and you saw his face like jiggle from the impact. Fuck. God. Also, the other thing that, uh... Oh, I'm not, I'm not looking at remember the other thing. That, oh, yeah, the, uh... Hawkins and Ryder getting their tag title shot. Get jumped by the AOP. Yeah, fuck you. First time we've seen them out of their crazy room. No follow-up. They don't get the nope. title shot. Why? Why were they there? Why'd they attack why were, them? Was AOP there? Yeah, why was AOP there? why did they attack them? Because why not? They're supposed to be in their room with their promos, where they talk about murder. And instead, they decided, we're going to show you what the murder is like. They should have sat down on some stools and have all the lights backstage just turn dark and then just go into their video right there with the dead bodies on the floor. They should have done That'd it. That'd be kind of funny. It would have been really good. Uh, 
yeah, so that so that made no sense. I didn't follow up on that. Why did this happen? Why did anything happen? Why did Carl Anderson have a match with Humberto Carrillo for well, some reason? Well, because uh, see, are having a feud with the Carrillo and the Street Profits. This has been going on for weeks. No, I know, but why can't you do literally anything else? Well, cause they could have done Styles in Korea again, but they'll do that, uh, I guess, next Monday? I'm pretty, yeah, pretty sure that's happening next Monday. Yeah, because they can't do it Sunday, because Styles has a match. I can't wait. It's going to be so what exciting. What are you talking about? That match is exciting. Yeah, it was exciting the first, like, five fucking oh, times no, we no, saw no, it. No, 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 I'm, not, I'm talking about the match on Sunday. Talking about the match on Sunday, we're talking about AJ Styles versus Humberto Carrillo. Oh yeah, that's that's gonna be fine. Like, who fucking cares? Like, you can't keep putting on the same match like eighteen billion times in a row and expect me to be like, oh, this is gonna be real fun. Oh, Oscar says he's excited about the match because he's a sarcastic asshole. I know, Oscar. Is it Wednesday yet? No, it's it's Monday, John. We're, we're in the bad place. Don't worry about it. The bad place is Monday Night Raw. Just, just so we're clear. Whatever you say. Don't, John. So anyway, the next thing I have in my notes here just says, This sucks in all caps. Yes, that's wrong. Let's put over Tom Brady. Fuck him. Seth also talks about how he never backs down from a challenge. Flashback to his first championship run and his money in the bank run where he would always back down from a challenge and have J&J security do it for him. What are you talking about, John? We only acknowledge history on SmackDown. Raw, I we fight on Friday nights. Yeah. Well, how are you acknowledging history if you're fighting? Don't worry about it. Hey, John? What's that? So, for some reason... Well, I, I guess there may be a logistical reason why we had Rude and Ziggler, you know, trying to fight Ali and Intrigi uh, for their spots on uh, on SmackDown. But because, you know, there's a whole Twitter thing that set that up. What was this excuse for Andrade and Rollins fighting for the captainship of Team Raw? Because Andrade wanted it. When did he say this? Oh. Why did Rollins agree to this? Don't say because he never backs down from a fight because fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the answer he gave. God damn it. Uh, it's what he said to Charlie Caruso, man. I'm just the messenger. Uh, this match was fine and even had some exciting moments, even though it also kind of felt like a house show match and they never really left like second gear or something like that. Well, but why would you when you have that finish? Exactly. And then it all made sense to the finish when they, the match was interrupted with a disqualification when they were attacked by the Lucha House Party. John, usually I just go along. Sir's not appearing on Survivor Series. 
John, usually I just, you know, like, roll with it and have fun with these invasions. I couldn't tonight. They were just awful. What the fuck was this? I don't... Wh why are you setting up matches that you know aren't gonna have finishes for bullshit reasons? I and especially to have them interrupted by, like... Teams that don't fucking matter. It's like the Lucha House Party. Seriously. Also, why after they like fucking appeared out of nowhere and jumped in like everybody and attacked everybody? Why are they going back up the ramp? I, I don't know. John, you know what my favorite part was? What? The part where they're on USA and they all have giant Fox logos on their shirts. That was kind of funny. Not gonna lie, that was pretty funny. They fucking better have giant USA logos on Friday. That's all I'm saying. Oh, they will. NXT didn't. No, it'll have the peacock. Oh fuck. Yeah, alright, I'm in. NXT also didn't have, like, NXT shirts. Yeah, they did. All the shirts are NXT, they were just, like, actually designed cool. And different. Not Undisputed Eras. Well, yeah, but everyone else had the NXT shirts. But I feel cool. like the people that had NXT shirts on are people that don't have shirts. Keith Lee has a shirt. Matt Riddle has a shirt. I don't think he does. What? Matt Riddle has Keith a shirt. Lee does. I, I, I meant Keith Lee. I don't, but Matt Riddle absolutely does. Yeah, but I don't know. I, mean, I was just saying, like, Undisputed Era, they were wearing their shirts. Shayna wearing her shirt. Well, yeah, I mean, Undisputed Era did because they were black and gold anyway. Her dumb friends, they had Let's Play, Let's Fight. Yeah, well, they weren't part of the invasion. They were just some weird, like, offshoot at the beginning. No, they're part, that's part of the invasion. It, it felt different. I don't know, John. Because Shade is cool, and everything else sucks! You're not wrong. Oh, no. Uh, I'm gonna read this from the chat. From Oscar. All right. Let's hear it. Hastily designed NXT shirts have always been... have always gone well. <laughs> I can't think of anything wrong with that. Man, what if they all came out in the Jordan Miles shirts? Anyway, so, uh, the Lucha House Party jumped this match at the end and it's fucking stupid, and then they go to the back, uh, go back up the ramp, which is even stupider, because, wait, y'all are just gonna go backstage? Are you invaders? Uh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, go after the crowd, you idiots. I, th uh, I think that was on them, I think they forgot, because they're idiots. And then uh, Andrade and, and Rollins start jawjacking the ring and make it, make it seem like, oh, they're going to restart the match. They're going to keep fighting. And no. Seth Rollins just, instead just like, we'll fight again down the road. All right, later. Great. And I'm supposed to feel fulfilled, I suppose. No. It's fine, though. You know why, John? But Buddy Murphy was Why? backstage and he knocked on the door. Are we just going to skip the, the part of the notes where I just write kill me over and over again? Yeah. I don't even know who what was that was. Oh, you know who it was. Um. No, I, 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 I'm blanking because I'm intentionally I'm blanking on it. Yeah, I'm aware that you're intentionally doing this, but no, we're going to have to talk about this segment because we need to talk about the 
the newest entry in blank tries to say words, comma, fails. All right, John, go for it. Owen, Lana has a 90-mile restraining order on Rusev. And filed for divorce. That should not even be... Also, they power-worded both of them to make it look like an actual legal document that it clearly wasn't, which is fucked up. It's fucked up. Also, I'm pretty sure that they would not put known professionally as blank on a fucking legal document like that, but what do I know? Don't worry about it, it's fine. This is a totally actually binding document. Lana has a 90-mile restraining order on Rusev, which doesn't make sense because they don't do that. And then Bobby Lashley was like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? So she corrected herself. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. I just get so confused when a Bobby Lashley's around me. I have a 90-day restraining order. I don't know. I, 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 like, I like 90 mile. And then she realized what she that she fucked up again and changed it to, I have a 90-foot restraining order. This was on purpose, wasn't it? And then proceeded to once again call it a 90-day restraining order. I don't now. I don't know if it was on purpose or not. No, what? It's just fucking terrible. I don't know. I, I like the part where they almost like fucked in the ring. That's literally every time they're out there. Yeah, but she was like on the ground. Like they were gonna, they were gonna do it. They were gonna fuck on on TV. What the fuck on USA Network, John? As I said to you in private. The best part of this entire night, honestly, was when they were showing the recap of last week's segment and shot of uh, Lana and Rusev or Lana and Bobby Lashley just making the fuck out hardcore immediately cut to check out this breakfast that you can get for five ninety nine at Denny's. It's <laughs> uh, so good, though. Like, if you, like, are fucking, you you want to, like, you know, get some sustenance in you. Yeah, I mean, I gotta get that, that big breakfast, whatever the fuck it's called. I want to believe that Denny's is sponsoring this storyline directly. They need, they want their name all over this shit. Denny's new chief marketing officer, Paul Heyman. Shit. Oh, no. Can we not talk about Raw anymore? Uh, almost. What's in the cage? I don't know what's in the cage. Did you like the part where uh, Buddy Murphy knocked on Alistair Black's door and then he was a a doofus and he didn't answer right away? That was kind of funny. I enjoyed that. And then he showed up later and was like, yeah, I'll I'll fight you. Which will be at the kickoff, I bet. Hooray, I can't wait. That match is actually going to be good. I'm I'm down. Yeah, I know that match is going to be good. It's just going to suck when Buddy Murphy loses again. Oh, yeah, of course he's going to lose. He's a cruiserweight. They don't matter. He should have bulked up. At least Tozawa got to exist. Yeah, I love that they acknowledged that he's been waiting for this moment since he got drafted. It's like, that was last month. Jesus Christ. 
Everything's great, Owen. Well, I can tell you quickly what you missed in the final hour. Two things. Well, first of all, there's one last thing that I saw. Oh, right. Right. Go ahead. I mean, it was Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre for reasons. John, I forgot this match happened because they also forgot that this match was happening. Owen, this match was like 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, it went through like two commercial breaks. It was great. Well, it went through one commercial break, and then it went to the second commercial break, and when we came back from the commercial break, Drew McIntyre just evaporated. Alright, John, it tried to go through two commercial breaks. It did not work out for it. This match felt like the longest fucking thing ever. Especially when, like, right in the beginning, you literally have Samoa Joe bury it on commentary being like, why the fuck is this happening? Like, why would you have two people that are gonna be on the Survivor Series team fight each other, like, six days before Survivor Series? They're gonna fucking hurt each other, they're gonna get pissed off at each other, and do bad for the team. This is fucking stupid. Samoa Joe is the best. Also... I forgot to mention Samojo's greatest line of the night. What's that, Owen? That was when Lashley and Lana were coming out, and he says, the worst thing that you could do is to try to steal another man's wife. Best line of the night. It was so good. I don't know what you're talking about. Samoa Joe knows, would know nothing about that. Hi, Wendy. He is a good husband to Wendy. He got her out of that abusive relationship with that flat earther. That's not true. She's still in that relationship. Prove it, cop. Prove the earth's flat. Check out this ice wall. Ah, interesting. You see, it keeps all the water on the planet so it doesn't spill out over into space. Thank God, this sounds like science, I believe you. Wait, do Flat Earthers believe that gravity exists in space? I don't know what they believe. Do Flat Earthers believe in space? Again, this is a question for AJ Styles, not me. Alexa, do Flat Earthers believe in space? Of course you don't. You don't know anything. Damn. Got her. Yeah. Then Hunter came out and was all like, hey, remember how you like when we acknowledge history in our shit? Well, I'm just going to talk about fucking Kevin Owens and everything that he fucking did throughout his entire, like, WWE run, including fucking NXT, and when he showed up and beat the shit out of John Cena with the fucking NXT title, and that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, the dumb Raw doofuses jumped the Forgotten Sons, but, you know, that's fine, because fuck the Forgotten Sons. Why were they there? They're not on this pay-per-view, I think. I mean, NXT didn't announce their men's team Neither is Punishment Martinez, or fucking, uh... Oh, wait, no. Damien Priest. Whatever. Again, they haven't announced what the men's team is for the Survivor Series. Which, boy, that's weird! 
I think I have a feeling it's going to be whatever team wins four games. I have a feeling it's going to be whoever is still alive after war games. Yep, it's going to be that plus Finn Balor. Because you need five. If Finn Balor is still alive after war games. No, he'll be fine. He's going to beat the bro man. Finn Balor. He's the ordinary man that does extraordinary things. No, that's not it's not what his thing is anymore. His thing is I point at you with finger guns. It's pretty cool. But I don't actually acknowledge what that finger gun's about. And Oscar, he's not gonna be the demon, stop it. The demon's dead, he's not doing that anymore. It's gonna do that time did he did the Joker makeup again. Except he's not a demon, he's just very with him, Balor, but he's got Joker makeup. Balor's rise up. Fuck. Alright. John, you wanna... So... The Undisputed Era then jumped Kevin Owens, then Triple H just like, yo, what the fuck? And fucking he and Cole yelled each other for a bit, and then he's just kind of like, alright, whatever, fine, kill him, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then they try to pretend like Kevin Owens has friends. How did that work? I mean, they helped him. Assumedly. Yeah. What was this, like the third invasion of the night? Something like that. Oh, boy. Boy. Yeah, I was getting tired of this shit already. Yeah, I got tired of it, and I turned it the fuck off, because fuck this bad show. Like, how can... Hey, maybe that guy from your Discord is still listening and, and there in the chat. How can you justify this? Like, seriously, how how can you, like, justify this as, like, good entertaining content that you would want to watch for three hours? I, I, can't, I can't, and I literally do a podcast! Indeed. Hey, John? What's that, Owen? Let me tell you the two things that happened in the final hour that you missed. One... The match between Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar is now no holds barred. Okay, sure. So that could lead. So now they can hit each other with chairs. Cool. No, it's it's with lead pipes. Come on. All right. Could, I could, do like a good lead pipe. Could be fun. People going through tables and stuff. Weapons. I mean, it'll spice it up because it's you know it's just going to be Lesnar winning, but at least it'll be fun. And give Ray like any <sighs> believable offense. The problem that I have with that is that like you say that as if we don't have the fucking Dean Ambrose match. Yeah, I know. I'm trying, John. Let me be positive, please. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. Don't have to do this. Also, uh, Mysterio, for some reason, was talking to Humberto. And, you know, it's, you know, kind of giving him, like, the rub. Like, saying, like, you're doing a great job, you know, I'm rooting for you. Keep, you know, keep the Latin heritage alive and all that. So Yeah, I remember when they tried that with Sin Cara. Well, they did it. It, it was nice. It was nice. Also, uh, Randall Snake Man off said, I'll take that tag title shot. I'll find a partner. Do you know who his partner was? Who will be my secret partner? 
I don't, but I have an idea. Take one guess. I would assume it would be the Richard O'Shea. It was the Richard O'Shea. I can't believe it! It was a good match, but you'll never guess how it ended. Let me guess. The Randall Snake Man uh, RKO'd the Richard O'Shea because he was like, hey, fuck you. John, no. Come on. What? What, what What week is it? It's, it's, I don't it's Survivor know. Series week. We gotta have another invasion. <laughs> God damn it! Yep, everyone showed up. And I should have known. And it got worse, Fuck. John, because not only did they have the shirts, some some people had baseball hats too. Of course they did. <laughs> it's getting worse. What great members of the SmackDown roster showed up this time? I don't fucking know. Cesaro, Rude, Ziggler. Oh, all the people that matter. Heavy Machinery. Oh, my favorite. I don't know. And then all the people that were in the match banded together to try to fight them. It didn't work out. And then, oh, look, NXT showed up too, and they're fighting. And then they kept showing up. Literally, like, almost everyone from NXT showed up. Was, Kona Reeves. Not, no, he doesn't exist. Fuck Kona, Fuck Kona Reeves. Reeves. Um, so yeah, they were beating the shit out of the SmackDown people, then the Raw people came in, and it was just non-stop brawling, and it was confusing, and it made no sense, and that was how the show ended. Alright then. I'm excited for the title matches on Sunday, and maybe the the women's match and the mid-card title match. That's about it. Mid-card title match will be fun, even if it is heel versus heel versus heel. Oh yeah, let's go. Ron Shark can play the face in that match. Please don't. He could, because NXT, NXT should be playing the faces the whole night. Especially in Chicago. They won't, though. I'm, I know, I'm saying they should. Because the faces always lose, so it's perfect. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it for Raw. Speaking of Survivor Series, it's time for our predictions. Are you, are you ready to talk about the show? No. You need to give me more time to look it up because I'm good at God this. damn it! Alright, I got it. So. Let's start. Hmm. This list. I don't know which end to start on because there's a championship match on each end. I'll start from the bottom. Follow your up. heart. John. Mm hmm. The WWE Universal Championship. The Fiend Bray Wyatt versus the. Daniel Bryan, or how would you refer to these two? Uh, that would be Dongle Brimbram versus yeah, I don't know, the, the Fiend. Damn, I'm Damn it, I, I said you because I thought you had a name for him. No, if if we're gonna go by anything, he's still just Bayou Shaman. Scary mask. Don't look at me. What if he did that? What if he just went full poppy? What if he takes I mean, off the mask and it's poppy under it? 
everybody should go full poppy. If what you I mean, Eve did. Yeah, I know. And look at her; she's like one of the best women in the entire company. I'm not arguing it. I'm I'm right there with you. Everybody should go full poppy. All right. So who's who's gonna be the most poppy in this match? Oh, the fiend, without doubt. Oh yeah, he's got the scary mask, obviously. If they are smart, this match will basically just be the Brock Lesnar Daniel Bryan match, but in reverse of where that match was the thing that like had Daniel Bryan basically kill that part of himself, that yes movement part of himself and become this new Daniel Bryan. Like this is the thing that brings that Daniel Bryan back to life. Like if they're smart, they're going to do that and like tell that story and that'll be really cool and just do that fucking match over. That sounds great. I can't believe it's not going to happen. And I think here's the thing. I think they're mostly going to do that, but they're going to add some spooky supernatural bullshit because it's the fucking fiend and they can't help themselves. John, you know how this match is going to end? How's that? Daniel Bryan is going to hit the fiend with a sledgehammer and get disqualified. <laughs> you can't hit, you can hit someone with a large mallet, but not a small mallet. Remember. Of course, that's what I said. It's going to just use a regular sledgehammer, get disqualified. That's how it ends. As you do. Yeah, the Fiend's going to retain. I, he can never lose that belt ever. I hope not. Like, literally, how does he lose it? Did you take the mask off? Is that how you beat the Fiend? I don't know. I don't want to know. Fair enough. Let's not find out. Alright. Uh, United States Champion AJ Styles versus Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura... Versus North American champion Roderick Strong. I think this is where they're finally going to let Nakamura get a win over Styles. By pinning Rod Strong. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Nakamura winning this one. He needs it. He, he needs does. something. Also, he's going to have Sami Zayn around. And there's no DQ, so... But also, let's style, and it lets Styles go into his stupid Humberto match, all pissed off and angry, and then wins it in, in convincing fashion. Wait a minute, Nakamura's gonna have Sami Zayn. Uh, AJ Styles is gonna have the OC. So I'm gonna have the undisputed era in his corner. No, are they just gonna ban everyone from being at ringside? I don't think they're going to ban everybody from being at ringside, but I think that Strong's not going to have anyone in his corner because Undisputed Era's got a match. That's true. Well, I mean, uh, the champ doesn't. Cole's got a a match. Come on. All right. Well, I mean, they definitely announced who's going to be on the team. So I'm just saying. Um, so, so we're picking Nakamura? Yeah. Okay, the Men's Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw, consisting consisting of Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet against Team SmackDown, which is Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, and Shorty G against Team NXT that we don't know.
Wait, SmackDown. R- really? Who are the people on it again? Rollins, oh, for uh, for SmackDown? Yeah. SmackDown is Reigns, Ali, Strowman, Corbin, and Shorty G. Corbin could totally screw them over. Corbin could totally screw them over. Um, I think... I think it's going to be Raw. Yeah, okay, I guess Raw. With Rollins and Orton? And McIntyre? Yeah. Who fucking cares about your McIntyre? Come on. They do. For some reason. No, they don't. I mean... They pretend like they do, and then they fucking job him out all the time. True. But in Survivor Series, it's weird. They let weird people get the big push like Dolph Ziggler that one year. Remember that? Remember when he saved the company? Yeah, I do. Because the person that was actually supposed to do it was dead. Yeah. Uh, so we got... Jeez. We got, uh, Trace has prediction for the NXT team. Okay, let's hear it. Team XT, we scrapped up some full sale students and they're terrified. Also, Keith Lee is here. I'm failing to see how that's a prediction. That just sounds like what's going to happen. That's a spoiler. What are you doing? Stop putting spoilers yeah. in the chat. Jesus. Come on, man. Oscar says, remember when Triple H randomly turned on Strowman at Survivor Series and then it was never mentioned again? I sure do. Yep. Like I said, weird things can happen in this match, so don't put logic into it. These are good shows. Uh, how about the women's uh, Survivor Series elimination match? Team Raw, which is Charlotte Flair, Natalia, the Kabuki Warriors, and Sarah Logan. Against Team SmackDown, which is Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. Against Team NXT, that we don't know yet. Half-hearted shrug. We don't. We still. We don't know any of the NXT teams. What are we doing? Again, they're waiting to decide based on who is not fucking dead after War Games. Okay, that's what it should be. It should be the winning women's team of that plus Tynara, I guess. I don't think it's going to be the winning team. I think it's just going to be who isn't dead. Yeah, that's fair. Trace says Team XT is the Broken Noses Club. Damn. Got him. I'm going to say it's going to be NXT on this one. No. Because they really like to push the women's division in NXT. They sure do. You're going to say Raw, aren't you? No, I'm just going to say SmackDown. Really? SmackDown's team is really weak. SmackDown is going to win. All right. Sure. I was going to say. Like, SmackDown is going to win Survivor Series. That's the obvious thing that's happening here. Yeah. They can lose some matches. Make it competitive, maybe. Like, what? What are they going to lose? They're going to lose this one. But you already said they were going to lose the other, the men's one, too. So what do they win? They're going to win the the women's match, and they're going to win the tag match. 
They're not winning. Uh, yeah, maybe they will win the women's match. She's the man. Speaking of, she's not. Speaking of the uh, the tag tag match, this is the uh, tag team triple threat: Viking Raiders, the Raw Tag Champs against the New Day, who are the SmackDown Tag Champs, against the Undisputed Era, who are the NXT Tag Champs. Viking Raiders. Yep, I'm picking the Viking Raiders as well. And Fish and O'Reilly are going to do all the work in this match. Oh, yeah. Uh, So the women's uh, triple threat match between Becky... Again, if they're not dead. There's a good chance that they'll be dead. Oh, they are? Yeah. They're they're also going to be, like, in, like, body casts. So, uh... Yeah, the women's triple threat is Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champ, Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champ, and Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champ. It's it's Becky. Fuck no, it is. What? Fuck no, Bailey's winning. I think Becky's gonna win. Bailey's winning. Who's she gonna beat? Shayna. Yes. No, Becky. What if Shayna wins with interference from Ronda Rousey? Beats up Bailey, and so it's Ronda and the dumb friends attack Becky and Bailey, which results in Sasha and Charlotte coming out, and it sets up for WrestleMania the horsewomen versus the horsewomen. No, it's okay. You don't need to do this. I, I I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying. This could be the time to do it. No, that's okay. Okay. Just so I, I'd say it out there in case it happens. It's, you're just willing it into existence now. I'm, Please stop. I'm not. They they already whatever they're doing. They already know they're going to do it. They're monsters. Speaking of monsters, the the last match we have here. Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against Rey Mysterio. Gee, I wonder who's going to win that one. The Bork Laser. The Bork Lester? I, I, wow. That's strange. I, damn. Yep. You're really going all out with that pick there, Owen. Uh, I'm all in, baby. No, that's, that's the Wednesday show. Oh. That's my show. Well, speaking of the Wednesday show, should, should we wrap things up and tell people what they can look forward to? Hey, yeah, we're going to talk about Dynamite because that's a good show. Sometimes. I've consistently enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it's above average. It, 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 it's had a couple of rough patches lately, but it's still a, a solid show. And especially they got that Mox versus Darby Allen match should be hype. The thing is, though, like, even when Dynamite is off, like, it's still doing something different and interesting, and I want to see where it goes. It feels like they're still thinking about things and have, like, a point to where they're going. Not like this show where clearly they just do one fucking thing and then they'll just fucking forget about it. And then, or just decide, hey, we did this one thing and people really liked it. What if we do it like three more times now? Sure. You want to see Damian Priest fight Pete Dunn again, Owen? 
No, I want to see Pac and Hangman Page fight again. Well, don't worry. I think they're done with that for a while. I don't believe it. I hope they're done with that for a while. I don't believe it. And we're also going to have predictions for uh, for fucking war games. Can, can I? Which can I t- hopefully they'll have a fucking card. They do have a card. Can I tell you my predictions? They don't. The card is three matches. I don't think you understand how long War Games is, and they're doing two of them. They need more matches. They'll figure out something. But here, let, let me tell you my predictions real fast. All right. Uh, Finn Balor's gonna beat Matt Riddle. Duh. Uh, Undisputed Era are gonna win. Mm. Hear me out, because the Shayna Baszler team is gonna win the other one. What? Yeah. No. Heels, you can't have the Heels win both War Games matches. Yes. I'm going with it. No. The air is losing. The air is losing theirs. Yeah. All right. If, it depends on who the last person is on that team. I think it doesn't matter who the last person is on that team. Air is losing theirs. They have all the belts. It doesn't matter okay, if they lose. Okay, fine. They have all the belts. I'll go with Chompa's team and then Shayna's team. But who do you think the last person is going to be? What do you mean, last person? This isn't an elimination match. It's War Games, John. On Chompa's team, you dork. Oh, uh, it's going to be CM Punk. Who do you actually think it's no, going no, to be? Fine. It's going to... Uh, the Johnny Gargano thing is bullshit. It's Johnny Gargano. That'd be pretty cool. This whole, I'd be okay with that. This whole thing is a swerve. He's fine. Wait, swerve? It means confidence. It also means he's not going to be on the card. Ah oh, man. Sorry. Here I thought he was getting that residual push to make people ignore that other thing that's happening. No, it's Keith Lee. He's doing that. <laughs> All right, then. They can only push one black person at a time. Oh, so that's why Kofi fell off. No. No. Is that it for heel turn? A production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website. Go to the website. Trace is very upset that I'm being too real. Uh, Trace, this is what happens when we stop being polite and start getting real. Yeah. God damn it. I'm so, so mad at you. But yeah, check out ProWrestling.cool. It's our website. The Miz, he's my favorite superstar. Let's talk about him. Nope. Miz and Misses. If you want to help us out financially, you can check us out at patreon.cool. We own that URL. Check out our campaign there. See all the different tiers. See which one works best for you in your budget and also what things you want to get. Because uh, this weekend, me and John are going to do a little double dip into the recordings. Because we're going to do a uh, recording that that does the recap of NXT TakeOver War Games. And the Survivor Series. 
Oscar, are you still in the chat there? Uh, you want to you want to do a premium show where we watch Ms. and Mrs. I thought you were doing another watching a different uh, USA show. It could be like Chrisley Cast Countdown to Prison. Uh, also, Oscar says in all caps, "Yes, I need this." Well, hey, maybe you can find that over at Patreon.cool. For $5 a month, you get a whole bunch of dumb, stupid podcasts like the one where we're going to review Survivor Series and War Games and one where Trace and Oscar reviewed uh, Full Gear a couple weeks ago and maybe in a show where Oscar and I watch Ms. and Mrs.? Who, who knows? But yeah, uh, also apologies that there was no uh, uh, higher tier podcast this month. For November, because things have been hectic with the transition over to, uh, you know, adding the extra show every week, doing the, the pay-per-view podcasts, and also setting up for end-of-the-year stuff. I can say for sure that there will be a nine ninety nine dollars uh, podcast in December, because me and Trace are going to run down the card for uh, Wrestle Kingdom and give our predictions and all that. That'd be good. Uh, what about social media, John? That the heel turn. And at PWDOTC on Twitter? Sure. What about on Facebook? What should they search? ProWrestling.cool. Yep, that's the one. Where can they find you, John? At I am John GM. What about on Twitch? Video underscore shames. What if they want to say they'll give you money, but they won't actually give you money? I mean, I think that's what Patreon.cool is. Fuck! Come on, man! Come on! Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm on Twitter with underscores in. John, just, just say the thing you're gonna say. Give us money! Okay. Yes, please please give us money. It, it's a, this is a lot of work. Besides, I, I let the I let them plug it for me. Okay, good. So you can you can find out the other thing on Wednesday. Alright, John, uh, I will I will see you on Sunday. How about that? I mean I guess it Well, no, it'll probably end at like eleven on Saturday, so you'll see me on Saturday. For what? For talking about war games. Oh, we're recording them both nights? I thought we were just doing it all in one night. Oh, I thought we'd do them both nights. Okay, that makes that's, that's fine. Whichever. It's going to be one podcast. So, Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be the same to all these people who fucking care. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I just, I just assumed we'd do it with both nights because that way it would be quicker. That makes sense. All right. So and we could talk about war games while it's fresh on the brain. Sounds good to me. All right. I'll see you this weekend, John, and everyone else will see you on Thursday morning. It's, you guys are still aren't doing it live, right? I mean, if you can tell me how to like broadcast my video from my fucking computer or whatever in two days, or you can tell me why it is that I need to run terminal to open OBS because when I try to just open OBS by clicking on the icon, it crashes. That's I'm, I don't know, John, that's you're on a Mac, aren't you? Yeah, I sure am. I don't know how Macs work. 
we'll be back. So until then, how do computer? It's Poppy. No, she's just gonna show me her gun again. That's the way it looks. It is pretty cool. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.